Hello, strangers. Welcome to Strange Horizons Podcast for February 23rd, 2015. I'm your host and fearless leader, Anaya This week, we're bringing you the poetry for February. First up, we have He Never Offered by Sid V. Brunette, read by Julia Rios. Sid writes from her home in southern Ontario. She writes poetry, short fiction, and the occasional folk song. She recently had her first poem published in Rhapsody, an anthology of Guelph writers. That's followed by Once the Dream Lionesses by Alexandra Seidel, read by Alexandra Seidel. Alexandra writes poems and stories of things born from imagination and dreams. Some of her work can be found in the Red Penny Papers, Mythic Delirium, Goblin Fruit, and elsewhere. If you are so inclined, you can follow Alexa on Twitter, at Alexa Seidel, with an underscore, or read her blog, www.tigerinthematchstickbox.blogspot.com. You can reach her via email. After that, we have Mother of Invention by Alexandra Grover, read by Angel Haney Gullick. Alex Grover is a graduate assistant at Pace University. He writes odd little articles for Quirk Books and tweets constant insanity. Sometimes he even remembers to breathe. For updates on his current projects, visit www.alexpgraver.com. Finally, we have Hypnotizing Pendulum, written by Justin Peter Rubens and read by the same. Justin got an AA in English from Las Positas College. He enjoys attempting science fiction poems because of the fact they are often weird. You can reach him via email. Now, settle in. Let's begin. He Never Offered by Sid V. Brunette Don't let your baby cry, frothed in the milk of a tornado. In this belt, it happens all the time. Shrieking in braided winds, they get dumped in the grocery store parking lot. The plaza, which is being expanded, includes a Good Life credit union and an adjacent smoothie bar. Teeth the size of your hand smile from advertisements pasted on plywood, barring public access to the wound. Its mouth ratcheted open, throat a hole in which to bury tendrils of the new condo. We must be desperate to dig so deeply, seeking stability. I toss my cigarette into the gutter with its brothers, while waiting for my bus, watching the apocalypse. Tornado babies are born with a desire to live greater than at any other point. But I've seen one choke on the stick inside a pogo, because it was never taught to chew or swallow. They do not know about many important things, like razor blades or parking tickets or buying groceries after work while all day your boyfriend smoldered in bed drinking the cheapest beer streaming movies. Coughing from exhaust fumes, I see one crawl behind the wet straw set up by the grocery store to emote a rural fantasy. Perhaps it thought it could build a nest, make a home among a cart of watermelons, a stand of cut flowers, 
and the gangly remains of potted highbush blueberries, too root-bound to see spring. Once beyond the twilight, there were three lionesses pacing. I can no longer bear the weight of days, every month the stone to make a mountain. Giant, sleepy giant, your broad back rubs my horizon, throttles my sky, like rope made of hair. My mouth tastes bitter, gray, like not on dreams broken between my teeth. I had a dream with lioness fur and smiling face, and forthy you crouch to land on two, and only when you stumble will you need the third. I know the unmoved stone, the claw that never drew blood. I live in a savanna where the pride of dream lionesses has become bones in a hunter's pouch, and their heart echoes in that pouch. The morning is a stranger in that savanna. Once beyond the twilight there were three lionesses pacing. I can no longer bear the weight of days, said the first. Her paws beat the earth, skin off a drum. My mouth tastes bitter, gray. I nod on dreams broken between my teeth. Said the second, and her paws beat the earth, skin off a drum. I know the unmoved stone, the claw that never drew blood. Said the third, and her claws went deep into the earth. They broke the skin and sped the drum. And when the hunter touched the earth, the drum was still. The drum was still. Mother of Invention by Alex Grover Mark had told us, without any stress, that it was what he wanted to do. We'd thought he wanted government work. Not anymore. It's a post-salary world. Post-human, kind of. Thirty-four lines later, the conversation was over. Roger and I went into the auxiliary backyard with the holographic panda, Mark's elementary school playmate. We switched it on, and it was real. It had fur and large eyes. Roger hoped Mark was with the panda somewhere else, but I told him that was ridiculous. My son became a website, effective yesterday, without our consent, since he was 18 and could decide these things now a new search engine. I supposed that was fine, and his father supposed, too. It was no surprise. We raised him through an EMP conflict in the Southwest. He loved wearing his audio suit at five years old. He took a semester in Piet at seven, in the state directive. I'm not even sure how many languages he'd known before. Now, we have his ashes in a silicon jar. There's a wall device that lets you download web apps for your home. MarkMyWords.com had a sale today. I'd purchased my son, which came up on the living room projector. Roger was in the auxiliary backyard with the panda. I looked at my son, which was a cartoon. What would you like to know? It asked me. Hypnotizing Pendulum by Justin Rubens 
used to hypnotize eyes and mind. Pendulum, a pendant, a pocket watch, or an intricate folly. Like Talones, like every third-fourth square on the whimsical game board incline, two transmute ladders with chutes. Sliding down snakes seems scary at first, as both them and you are green, and your body still was feeling new to all those wooden lizard dice plays about the time I was new to spice trades on Planet Dune. Welcome back. This is a fun set of poems with some really neat ideas in here. Which one caught your attention? Go to the website and leave a comment, either on the poems themselves or on the podcast, and let us know. While you're there, check out the rest of this week's content, which includes an article by Juliet Harrison entitled, Gladiatorial Combat in the Hunger Games. One last note before you go. Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on our website. That's all for this week. Until next time, stay strange.